theme song in like my sleep or it'll like randomly come into my head and I'll be like, oh, that's our theme song. Theme song created by Indra. Theme song created for this podcast. Family Karma Cast. Hey, Karma fam. Fam. I'm Deanna. I'm Indra. And we're going to keep this intro short because our conversation is going to be long. I'm going to just put the whole thing out there because we talked about current stuff going on in Bravo with our new friends from the podcast. New besties. Bravo Wild Black, Erin and Kaya. Or mm-hmm. She goes by Kaya or Kaya. They are the coolest. <laughs> they are. We are, oh we are fast friends. And we already decided that when we go down to Miami for hopefully the season premiere. <laughs> yeah, we're just saying this is a reality. COVID, whatever. We're just ignoring it all. Um, And then we're going to hang out with Aaron and Kaya because they live in Miami hell yes and so we talked about literally everything with everything them. I I recommend this episode of like do your dishes like while you're doing your laundry Fold some laundry like doing something mindless and you need someone to keep you company where we talk through basically every real housewives franchise franchise on Bravo. And we even talk about Tanashi. I mean, we get <laughs> we get into, into it all. Everything. We get into it all. And um, the Bachelorette. We talk about the Bachelorette. Um, they like know their shit for sure. And holy shit, they know a lot. And like, just it's so. I just feel like their podcast. Like, there we learn also about like where their podcast came from and that they're like two black people who love Bravo. And they're like, we don't see any other black people talking about this in the podcast space. So here we are. And um, it was just so awesome to like trade stories with them. It was awesome to hear what they think of family karma and all of that. And we're absolutely going to be having them back on the podcast to talk because I, I have like such a crush on that because we're friends, <laughs> yeah. right? We're 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 fast friends, totally. and that's really it. I I don't think we should talk anymore. Let's just get to the podcast. Let's get to it. And just so you know, I put timestamps in the show notes. So if you like don't care about Salt Lake City, but you want to talk about Atlanta you can skip to the parts that you like. So, And I will add just reviews, reviews, click on five stars. It's so easy because we have so many more listeners than we do uh, five-star reviews. Yeah. And you don't even have to write anything. Just click the five stars. Yeah, just make it easy. Uh, it'll make us happy. And yeah, our episodes may be coming out like a little bit randomly this month because we're recapping mm. Bollywood Housewives. We're releasing our other content, whatever. So like this episode is coming out not on a Wednesday when we usually release stuff. Just stay with us. Make sure su- you're subscribed so that you don't miss any episodes. Subscribe, baby. And all right, let's get into our conversation with Aaron and Kaya from Bravo Wild Black. question what's up because you all are my first point of contact right now like fresh off watching this episode okay so when in in salt lake city when jen calls mary um a grandpa motherfucker (laughs) 
it is offensive, right? Yeah. But it's not untrue. That's the whole thing yeah. about. That's why so, we can't. It's like you want to kind of defend Mary because we, for some reason, kind of like right. like her. But right. Yeah. When you think about it, it's like she married her grandfather. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, very hard. It's, it's one of those things you're just supposed to look at and not really say anything about. I think. Right. But like. A little bit to. more information comes through every episode, I yeah. feel like, you know, right. like now we find out that they weren't intimate right away. Right. She like pushed it Well, and the mom off. was against it because the mom wanted to marry yeah. grandpa. Yeah, which is like a whole other <laughs> level of what's Fuck-upness. going on here. It's very so. much what I imagine Utah to be like. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't think it was quite like that. <laughs> like you know those states where there's like incest and stuff. True. I have a question. How are we as the audience who are falling in love with these women supposed to digest this? Is it supposed to go down easy or is it supposed to go down a little tough? It's supposed to go down tough because the thing is is like when you look at the facts And then, especially if you read the circumstances surrounding her grandmother's passing and the things that transpired right after, it's not something that's light or something that people will agree with. But at the end of the day, we're watching Bravo. And I feel like on each show, someone has some kind of like fucked up story. Mm -hmm. That you're like, whoa, this is like a lot. I feel like this is just like really intense because it has to do with like, it's not incest technically, but it's pretty close to incest. Right. But on every franchise it's like, there's someone with the story that's like, yo, this is fucked up. And I feel like that's probably why they're giving it to us like little bits and pieces every episode. Mm. So we can slowly throughout time, like get Mm -hmm. used to everything. And then like after a few seasons, we won't even, yeah, it's like, this is Mary. We're confident in that. Grandpa, it's fine. Yeah, but Mary's cool. She also likes all these name brands, but she can't dress, so it's really weird. I have hard time digesting everything online about Mary's church. On That's top of this, all and the name brands, and just in the latest episode, the the son is giving the. The girlfriend, oh my god, the purses, literally, and like and laptops and all this stuff. And it's I'm like she's like, throwing and she's their just like, money. He's never gotten me a gift like that. It's like, yeah. So how are we supposed <laughs> to digest this? It's also like it, it. It makes um, like it makes you think about mega churches and how they right. operate. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're mm-hmm. you're now looking. There's always a question about what are pastors doing with the money from churches. Yeah, like Jamal. Yeah. Jamal factors into this, which is for people that don't watch Potomac. Potomac yeah. Jamal's from partner. Potomac, he's a mega church pastor, like around the world. He's like always everywhere. Around but, the world, yeah, around the world. He was. Remember on the last episode from last night, actually not last night from Sunday. He was like in Ghana, right? Or doing something. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. He got stuck, and that's why he couldn't come to the photo shoot. But um, but yeah, so it makes you think like okay these members are gonna watch it and i wonder what they're gonna think like yo this is where the money from the church is going i know right and it's like but the thing is like they're probably still gonna be like oh but it's still going to other things like they deserve to be that rich and stuff like that but it's like so are the editors just putting it out there so 
I think I'm inferring that the editors are kind of doing their work right now, kind of bringing into the... On Salt Lake City? uh, No, just like the injustice of like, look at megachurches, because it is so much a part of America, even though I'm assuming we all, you know, we don't go to them. And people are just writing the checks. Yeah, well, actually, the way that I see it is that, you know, I don't really necessarily agree with pastors being able to use church money to like just jet set. But I do understand that that is a part of their job. So obviously they're going to get a salary. Mm -hmm. But what personally for me, like sometimes I'll I'll go to a church when I do go to church, it is a mega church. But when I I do donate or, you know, give offering, I'm the kind of person is like, I'm going to do my research. I go to church and like, for example, just for like um, quarantine, like this whole Corona situation, the churches are giving out gift cards. They're offering childcare. They're mm, offering wow, testing. Okay. And then before that, before Corona, they go on missions. They're helping people around the world. So I'm like, yeah, the pastor is kind of using the money to live a luxurious life. But then <laughs> also he's using the money to help the community, right. to help people around the world. So there's two different ways to look at it. Yeah. If you're going to a church and your church isn't having events, clothing drives, events, giving away stuff, you know, all this th- things, then you need to reconsider going to that church. But if you, you, there's a lot of churches that do a lot of good for free. So that's really important is to to recognize that it's organization by organization. Exactly. And, that, um, and unclear whether Mary Crosby, how much good work she's putting out there versus yeah I mean what I don't do I don't know anything about her church yeah. other than what we see in the show yeah. Did you, you would have to like go like I guess online or like even contact someone that goes to the church but I know that there was stuff floating out there that it was like kind of cult like so mm-hmm. that was weird yeah yeah I read about that too which is like again maybe a Utah thing like the <laughs> the whole religious aspect of Salt Lake City because like you get the Mormonism, the people that have rejected it, the right. people have been thrown right. out. Right. Like then Mary's church and then like Meredith is Jewish, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like I feel like more so than any of the other Housewives franchise, they're like getting into it with religion. Yeah, that's, really that's what they're, they're building this franchise like around. That's what they built it around. And that's where people's storylines are developing because it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I was Mormon, but then I got divorced. So that makes me like not very Mormon. And then yeah. like, there's people like Meredith that's, you know, she's having issues in her marriage also. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Lisa's Mormon, but she's Mormon 2.0 because she has a tequila company. So like, there's <laughs> just like, yeah, you have all. So like, does she drink? She drinks, she drinks yeah, right? Yeah, she absolutely, yeah, she drinks. Okay. And then there's Jen, who is um muslim right right so there's like they have everything almost that's what i like about it is that they have all these different religions and then all these different cultures too because you know polynesian mary black um the rest of them are white but it's just it's more diversity than we've seen in oh my god you know, it's so it's so good to see the different levels of how religious they are. Like even though some of them are the same thing, it's like like Lisa being the two point and yeah. drinking. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's nice to see. It's nice because like I feel like as an outsider, I've mm-hmm. always felt like oh, everyone in Salt Lake City is super conservative. They're mm-hmm. all like right. by the book, by the letter, uh, and mm-hmm. like this is blowing that up. But like 
I mean, did can you? I just can't believe that the most diverse cast know, in terms of bringing all these different things in is in Salt Lake City. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, one of those women announced it at BravoCon. I was like, yeah. I am not at all interested. Salt Lake City. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Why would you go to Salt Lake City? You can go to Chicago. You can go back to Miami. You can literally Chicago. go somewhere oh else. Everyone was expecting it to be Chicago, but you go to Utah. I know. You didn't even know about anything about Utah other than Lauren from Vanderpump Rules was from Utah. Right. I came from Utah. So I'm just like, mm, I don't want a... Utah Lauren and Katie show. Like I love that you're yeah. calling her Lauren. Yeah. Wait, Lala's La- name is Lauren? Yeah. Her La- name's La- 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 Lauren. She's my problematic fate. She's she's my problematic fate. Oh, I could talk about Lala yeah, yeah, all let's day. Because okay, we're <laughs> Vanderpump people. Why I mean, other tell me why she's your problematic favorite. Because I feel like I've been in love with her ever since she busted on the scene on Vanderpump yeah. Rules, and she was like, "Let's get a pop and daddy." Yeah, like, yes. I remember that scene, and I was like, "I like this girl because she did whatever the hell she wanted to." <laughs> remember everyone when she was, was taking so off mad. her top? Yes, and everyone yes. was like, <laughs> and then she wow. went. To, was that the? I think it was like. Um, Katie and Tom's engagement party, and she right. was drunk as fuck, and she was like, "Wrap it up." What the fuck are you guys talking about? And I'm like, I love this girl, but as far as her being problematic, it's because she just she has she thinks that she's a reincarnation of Tupac. She has a Tupac yes. She has a Tupac bathing suit, and it's like, babe, please stop, Lala. chill. I know you like him. We talk about cultural appropriation a lot. And I feel like Lala is like super problematic from from what you're saying, like that standpoint. And I'm just curious, like how you feel about that being like members of the black community, like seeing her, in my opinion, kind of appropriate black culture. She absolutely does, especially like even with her slang and everything. Right. Just things. But I just, I don't know, I just like her. And I feel like she means well. Mm, She's just yeah. one of those yeah. people that needs someone to be like, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> when, when it and it, it's her, not Randall. It's not Randall. It's not Randall. I love Randall, though. He's yeah. so nice. Gotta love Randall. Forge love. But anyways, I think that she needs a, a Black friend that's, okay, when her and Faith were friends, I mm-hmm. love that friendship. Because you know they were like hand in hand, and she wasn't as bad. It's when Faith left. Yeah, right. Is when she, when she got worse, and she thought. I I feel like she thought she was the black girl of the group. Like when Faith, yeah. left. <laughs> like that's when she was she, like, okay, like I'm that bitch, or whatever. She means well, but I think that Lala definitely yeah. means well, but she just needs to like slow her roll and realize that she's Lauren from Utah, and that's right. it. Yeah. But other than that, who else I in the her? franchise community in the Bravo franchise community is kind of doing what Lala is doing? Do you guys can you think of anyone else? I can't think of anyone. I need a moment to think of. I think uh, I think we're going to see some of it from Heather. Actually. Yes, yeah. yes. Heather's going to be really. Yeah, she's yeah. like I love rap. I yeah. love black. Right. Oh, oh, I yeah. forgot about yeah. that. I forgot. Yeah. I, think I know. Uh, what's your opinion of her? I love Heather. Yeah. I like she's yeah. a really good friend. She has some iconic one-liners already. Um, yes. Uh, 
she's really funny. She's self-depreciating humor, but she's also a boss and a queen. I just right. really, um, I want this to be a season or even after the season, I want it to be something where she gains more confidence in herself. Yeah. And she gets back out there the and thing. she sees herself worth because she's worked a, a, like a lot. She's a good person and she's a boss and she's a mom and you know she deserves yes. happiness and it doesn't matter that she was divorced because sometimes shit just doesn't work out it doesn't no i she's so relatable I and i feel out like i them, feel like is. the first episode they kind of painted her in this like n- sort of negative mm-hmm. light almost Which is very and needy. since then i'm yeah. like I love you. I love Whitney. I love Whitney. Like, what? Do you guys like, so I don't queen. know why. She should be protected. I, do. Should, I have yeah. a soft spot for Whitney. I like her. She's just like, I feel like she's like the <laughs> Sheena of Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. No one protected Sheena Shea, though. No one. So hopefully it'll be no time for, for a Whitney. Well, Sheena, yeah, I, I think that people are realizing after this whole Vanderpump Rules scandal thing is, like, mm-hmm. Sheena has never been the bad guy. My thing about <laughs> Sheena is that she... Aaron, <laughs> Aaron loves Sheena, but it's, like, I um I just think that she, me personally, I'm kind of a loyal person. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Sheena tries to be friends with everybody, and that's her like downfall. I it's know. just like when you try to be friends with everyone, it's not gonna stick. Especially you're gonna when, piss someone off when you're totally. when they're beefing. Well, and it sucks because it's like I feel like like she was loyal to all of those women, especially, and none of them. Reciprocated. They were so mean to her. In the end, yeah. I don't think Sheena's smart enough to like handle being friends with everyone. You know that sounds really mean, but I feel like if you're gonna be friends with everyone, you have to kind of like play the game. Mm -hmm. And she like can't do that because she's she's literally genuine and like wholesome. Like she genuinely wants to. She is wholesome. I think Whitney has a little more bite to her. Like, I think she's a little bit more like self-possessed and like, no, this is how I see it and this and that. Um, I like that like her and Mary are good friends. Like mm-hmm. it seems like she's the one who steps up to like defend Mary more oh, than any of the other cast Whitney's members. Whitney's yeah. lived more life than Sheena. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's- no, wait for sure. Yeah, her her bangs said it all on Watch What Happens Live. Oh my god! Wait, she what? That wig. Her bangs. I love that. She needs wig. to put that wig back wherever that party <laughs> wig. Like, I love it. it. Back to party I city. I loved it. That, that was so. <laughs> this reject wig. No. No. That was one of that her was, good ones. That was. Beautiful. It didn't look like it really fit. Yeah, exactly the way it was. It was literally it it made me uncomfortable. And then we had (laughs) Scream Face Kelly Dodd sitting there, and I'm like, Yeah, I'm definitely. I didn't even watch it. I watched like uh, online. I watched like clips of Kelly Dodd's stupid ass apology. I can't. That was it. Are you guys watching OC right now? No, we're not. We refuse to watch OC until she's off of it. And but on top of that, OC is a dying franchise. Yeah. So I mean, it's killing itself off, and this is like their attempt to try to save it and to try to keep Kelly on the show. And it's like, no, we don't want it. Wait, what do you think? How do you think they're trying to keep Kelly on the show? Because it seems like Kelly is on her way out. Again, I haven't watched this season, but I've watched every other season. Because I feel like um, if they were 
truly getting ready to like get rid of Kelly, they wanted to put it on Watch What Happens Live. Oh yeah. But you know what I think they're starting to do too, and I was meaning to talk to you about this. Um, it seems like Andy keeps when, when someone says something very problematic, they get on Watch What mm -hmm. Happens Live yeah. like right mm -hmm. after, and it seems like Andy's been doing this thing where he asks them, "Do you regret saying that?" So I'm like, is that a phase? Is is that like this? He He's trying them, to redeem like, them. You know He's trying to I mean? give them a chance to for yeah. redemption. But this is the problem with Billy Dodd. She did what she did. Mm -hmm. She apologized. But then she doubled down and right. admitted that she was forced to apologize. <gasps> yeah. So then now her saying, I'm an idiot, I'm a stupid idiot, I believe in equality, I believe in black lives, no I believe in black lives matter. It. No, because you already told us who the deal was. And it's right. like I would rather I would get I would respect her so much more if she was just like, I just don't agree with it. And then that's yeah. it. and it's like, okay, you know what? Me and you are not cool, but I respect you because you're telling the truth. Don't try to like sit in my face and pretend that you have had a change of heart because you haven't. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I have I, a question. I, no, go ahead, Aaron. Oh, I was just going to say, I think uh, Andy seeing that on um, Watch What Happens Live and just her responses, I feel like that might mean, you know, she, she's slowly on her way out because that was ridiculous. I kind of sighed. I, oh, I didn't watch it. Um, yeah. Well, I was wondering, like, remember when, is it uh, Leanne Locken? Yeah. Which, did you guys watch Dallas? I did. Oh, okay, know. so you know, was but I'm wondering if Leanne was on Watch What Happens Live after she said those terrible comments. You know, no, she wasn't. They she, saved they, it for the reunion because the reunion they did. It was like right before the reunion, so okay. they didn't have her on. I don't. Well, I don't remember her being on personally. I don't think. I think part of why OC is dying is it's an all-white cast, and I don't think, like, I don't think any future Bravo shows can be all-white anymore. There like, no house. Yeah, I feel like any, no, there should be no shows in general, in America at least, right. that are all yeah. white. Like, there's no reason to. I walk outside and I don't just see white people. Like, no. So, can we talk about, I know, I can we talk about Southern Charm? Because yes, thank you. This is a great segue. Oh my god! This is a great segue because that now I'm just like this is a bad week in diversity in the cast. Please, Aaron wants diversity, but me, I don't like the way that they handled this Catherine thing. Okay, tell us more about that. I want to know what your thoughts. Okay, so as you guys know, Catherine sent a monkey emoji mm -hmm. to a black yes. woman when she was arguing with the black woman because she got frustrated because the black woman, you know, cursed her friend out for holding a Trump rally. Um, so Catherine decided to like um, DM her, get into this argument, and then get aggravated that the lady was reacting. So she was like, this is how serious I take it or whatever. She put a monkey emoji. She did said that yeah. she's not a Trump supporter or whatever. They she wanted, to, that she on wanted the show. to make she wanted to make it clear that she was she wasn't a Trump supporter mm -hmm. when it was like, okay, mm -hmm. sweetheart, but you're defending a Trump rally, mm -hmm. going out of your way and insulting a black woman. Anyways, so okay, on the show, <laughs> they, Catherine, oh my they God. decided to, you know, talk about it through her friend's perspective because Catherine was basically MIA, but she was only talking to Leva, which mm -hmm. is the only person of color on the cast that they brought on the cast. So 
what they decided to do was just, you know, they started the whole Black Lives Matter movement thing that was going on at the time when this happened. The statues were about to get torn down. People were rioting. Everything was going on. And then um, they decide to have that. I don't like, I don't think that Black Lives Matter should have been introduced by Catherine's racist comments. They should not <laughs> have done that. Really good it was stupid. It, it should not have been sandwiched between Catherine's Never. scandal because what we're talking about are two separate things. Like, yes, yeah. it relates to it, but Catherine's racist comment is not what this whole Black Lives Matter movement is about. And we should have like done it for justice. And then yeah. maybe the next episode can get into mm-hmm. Catherine should even been in the, in the episode. It should just been about Black Lives Matter. You're so right. so right. You're so it, it right. It's sort and, of then, like... and then it was like also, okay, so then she addressed it. Not she didn't even really address it because she was like ducking and dodging Danny or whatever. She was talking to mm-hmm. Liva or whatever. And then she just talked about it in the confessional. She didn't even seem remorseful about it in the confessional. She was like, I guess I'm racist or something like that. So it was just like, okay, what now? Nothing happened. It was just no. the Black Lives Matter conversation that was really important. And they made good points during the conversation. But then it was sandwiched between Catherine's scandal, which made it terrible editing. It was a terrible week at Bravo because this was the day after they had Kelly Dodd on. It, it was mm-hmm. just really stupid. They tried to defend her definitely in the way they showed it. Like, I think they opened it up with her, like, in her house by herself, unpacking that kid's table, being like, things have been so hard for me the past few weeks. And it's like, girl, this is not about you. I'm sorry. And then then when you think about it, okay, let's think back to when this happened. This was after America saw George Floyd get murdered on TV. A lot of black people were facing even more police brutality. The police were literally, um, abrasive, aggressive, arresting protesters for just exercising their right to protest. Then we have a white woman complaining about Thomas oh God. having a baby. Oh, like, God. please tell me how that's been a hard week for her. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Thomas is having a baby. Oh, my God. The world is burning. Like, people are dying, Kim. We don't care yeah. that Thomas is having a baby. We don't care how hard your week was. We don't care that you had to move out of Thomas's house when you have your own money to get your own fucking house in the first place. <laughs> it was yeah. stupid. Like, I don't care what you're going through because guess what? You decided to take all the things that you were going through, the emotional stress, the whole family situation, the struggle that you're going through, but you decided to take your ass online and call a black mm-hmm. woman a monkey and then on top of that, yeah. double down and say you're making this about race. It's about race yeah. because guess what? You're being racist, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did like that they called out that that one woman who I don't know who she the is. The woman but... that um, owns the store that Catherine used to work at. Yeah, that mm-hmm. she was like, you know, Catherine actually she knew she was talking to a woman of color mm-hmm. and she did this anyway. Like, yeah. I think they did try to make the point that like Catherine is not totally innocent here at yes. the end of the whole thing, but. You're right. The way they pre- it at Catherine's version of this did not need to be a part of bringing the Calhoun statue down. Exactly. It should have been completely separate. So I only so I I can't watch Southern. I've watched it up until this season just because of what's going on in this country and how hard I could imagine watching Shep 
trying to get his ass off the couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just it's so crazy. You mean Craig? I can't. Yeah. But all yeah, of the men on that now, show. Now it's like Chef is my favorite now. I'm like, is he? Oh. Yeah, because before I'm like, oh, Chef. And now it's like, oh, Craig and Austin. Oh my God. These men on, these white men on these show, this show. And then, um, but I did see the clip where they were all sitting around, um, the table and um, Danny was um, like just talking about Catherine and Catherine's not racist. And then this black woman tried to chime in about privilege and Danny just fucking steamrollered over her in the conversation. And it kind of, for me, reaffirmed like, oh, wow. If this is just part of the episode that I'm watching on the clips on Twitter, the whole episode must have been so fucking hard to digest. Yeah. It was kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> it's I said it. I, I, for lack of a better word, it was a stupid episode. And it, 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 it made me, okay, so this is the thing. I didn't know if I was going to watch Southern Charm mm -hmm. if they didn't fire Catherine. They didn't fire mm -hmm. Catherine. So then I was like, okay, so um, I'm not going to watch it unless they address it. When I saw that they were going to mm -hmm. address it and I saw that they were going to talk about Black Lives Matter and I saw that they were going to like mm -hmm. do the whole statue coming down thing and they and I saw they had a woman of color on the cast. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm in because this is what I want to see. I don't want to cancel things mm -hmm. unless it's absolutely necessary. If you're trying to correct these things, then I'm going to try to allow you to correct them and apologize and, and do right by it. So this last night's episode was the time and I guess next week was the time for me to see if I want this show, if this show is even necessary anymore. But after yeah. watching it, I'm like, this show is completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. It's not. Let's do yeah. Southern Charm New Orleans. That's it. Yes. Southern Charm New Orleans so, has everything that we well, are for. I haven't seen it. And did they cancel it? Or it's what's not going on canceled. That show? Please get the word out. It's not it's canceled. Not? Okay. It's not at all canceled. It's just in limbo. Um, it's okay. it hasn't been renewed, but it's also not canceled. It like has everything that we're looking for. Aaron everything. can tell you. I love it. I love it way better than the original Southern Charm. It's more diverse. Uh, yeah, it's it's not diverse. just it's black, white, LGBT. They were having the hard conversations about race and sexuality before you know this whole thing got popular yeah yeah and, and which is how you know it's genuine exactly. it's so manufactured on southern charm like the the north the regular the thing. one this or is whatever what, the eighth season the seventh season yeah yeah, something, yeah. Some, something like that and it's like how many times are we gonna watch Catherine sleep with Thomas again is and she they're gonna get back Thomas together again? is she oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. she had sex with him yeah. and she was like ready to start and, the yeah. family again mm -hmm. and then she finds out seven months pregnant with yeah. another woman can I challenge so this week in Bravo obviously it sounds like it's been a shit show but then I feel like in the <laughs> same week we're getting um, Portia talking about Black Lives Matter in the Atlanta preview. Yeah, it's great yeah. to see in the preview. Like, I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, Atlanta comes on Sunday, you guys. You gotta I'm so excited. In. I'm I, that's like, oh we're gonna have we're gonna have Atlanta, Potomac, and Salt Lake City running at the same time. Do you guys think uh, Marlo will get a peach? No, no. they're not gonna do it because if they haven't done it by now, then I don't know what it's gonna fucking take. Like, why do you think they're holding back though? <laughs> What do you think they're holding back? Um. <laughs> and do you think, wait, do you first think Marlo deserves it? And then two, why do you think they're not giving Marlo a peach? Um, probably because of her, uh, 
saying the offensive word that starts with an F. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that was that was you know partial part of the reason. Um, but other than that, I just I don't think may, maybe the other ladies are against it. I don't know. Or maybe because Marlo's a a wild card like Kenya and they already have. Oh, yeah. She's such a. So it might be too much. I don't, I I cannot for the life of me understand why they won't give her a peach. But the thing is, Mm. she's getting the benefits of having a peach without having to show her life too much. Because we we do like Marlo. I I like Marlo. And Mm. I think her personality has shown a lot, especially these past, these most recent seasons. With the kids. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Monty. <laughs> um, so, like, what do you guys think of Kenya? Kenya Moore. She's another one of my problematic faves. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Kenya Moore mm-hmm. hair care fan. Kenya Moore hair <laughs> care. <laughs> I mean, I, I respect her place. <laughs> I respect her place. I respect her peach because she's done this for a while, you know. And I, she's a fan favorite. But uh, as far as... If I like her, I don't, you know, I wouldn't say. He doesn't like her. I like her a lot. Um, I think that she absolutely goes too far, which is why she's another problematic fave. Like Like Candace? Do you think she's as bad as Candace or? My God, we have to talk talk about about Potomac. Candace from, for people at Potomac. They're They're jumping around. They're kind of the same in certain ways, but I think King is a little bit more. Yeah, I think Kenya's worse. <laughs> really? I was going to say Candace might be worse. I think she's worse. I think it's, well, I think just bringing the law into it. <laughs> like that to me is on another level. Do you guys think that can't, I, do you think she should have brought the, Candace should have brought the law into she it? should not have brought the law into right. it. I think that she was, she, I think that she was never going to do that, but she allowed people to convince her. Yeah. Do you think it's yeah. the mom and Karen? Yep. Mm, mm-hmm. What happened? She wasn't going to do it because if she was going to do it, she would have did it like after she like had a few days and Monique still didn't apologize. Right. Yeah. But she had her mom and she had Karen telling her, well, if it was me, I would go to the police. And then the thing about Candace is that she's very spiteful. So right. Monique saying things online or liking things online, mm-hmm. that's something that like triggered her and made her like, okay, so if she's going to do this, then I'm going to play dirty. And I just feel like, dude, it's housewives. At the end of the day, absolutely, Monique was 100% wrong. Right. But yeah, but yeah, it's housewives. You're going, you sign up to bring drama and you guys are in each other's faces and you have a mouth that runs all the time. And so it's like, what, what is a lawsuit going to do? Like, it's just, it's not going to do anything. Right. It's just going to make the problem worse. Now Monique's coming back at you with a nut, like a counter suit. Like, well, they'll let, they'll let Monique be on the next season, right? This isn't something that she's going to be thrown off the show for. She shouldn't be. I hope not. I don't think she should be yeah. because uh, people fight all the time, realistically. Not us, right? Yeah, yeah. But like the girls in Jersey get down. So it's oh, like, I know. why the hell would they, <laughs> why the hell would they literally I mean, but we me? haven't, Deanna and I haven't had a chance to like talk on the podcast about the fight. Like, okay, so the what fight happened? was intense though, right. right? Like, Monique saw red. Yeah, and, she like, blacked out for lack of a better word. She Absolutely. lost it. She did. And, and then, like, and then once they got her off of her, she went yeah, for another I round. I know. <laughs> the thing I 
say um, is I've seen red like that before. Like really not like physically I've seen red of like not physically going after someone, but like mentally mentally and verbally Verbally. going after someone. And I know everyone's judging me, but like I have, I've been there before too. I used to live in New York city and I have gone red just with, just living there and being who I am. Mm-hmm. Do, does does that excuse it? No, because like you said, she fucking the producer was like, you can't, you can't come back into the room, and she her ass went around around the building. <laughs> like, I'm like gonna go past you. She's like, I'm gonna go around you. Like she was in Mario Kart. It was amazing. Mario, she was. Okay, so can we talk about just, like, Potomac in general Mm. as a show, though? Because, like, I love Potomac. Mm -hmm. Like, this is my first foray into, like, all of the Housewives this year, so I have to say I'm a newbie. Oh, what a treat. You mm -hmm. in so many good things. I know. I can't wait for Atlanta. I really can't. I can't wait for you to see Atlanta. Yeah, it's going to be so great. But, like, Potomac is, like... I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know where it was. I had to like, I know. Google No one it. knows where it is. <laughs> greatest thing about it. And then it's just like, oh, wow. Okay. So there's like this whole like situation going on there. And these women, they, uh, what I like about it is like, they really feel like they are a group of friends, right. like real friends, yeah, but you don't really always do. get with every cast. Yeah. I don't think New York are friends as much as they show. Yeah, I think that the upper the uptown girls are friends. Like I think it's like yeah. the the Sonia and Ramona's are friends. Sonia and Ramona are definitely like like friends friends. Yeah, they're big thieves, but the rest of them they might not be as tight as they are on the show. I agree with that. I wouldn't be surprised if Ramona stops replying to Dorinda's texts because Dorinda's not on the show. Off the show now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I have That's a Ramona move. <laughs> I don't care. I think I she needed a season off because she was yeah. coming in real hot. It was, she was too much last she season. She admitted it too. She was like, right. yeah, yeah. probably should have took the season <laughs> off. I just wanted to like stop watching every time she was on because it was like, oh my God, is Dorinda just going to yell at everyone again? And she did. <laughs> I kind of loved it. And that's why I'm like, I think we need her back. We don't need her back in that capacity though. We need her back for redemption season because Dorinda yeah. has given us so much. She's given she us one liners. She's made it nice and she deserved she deserves everything. And she's given us totally. the Berkshires, which is just, I right. hope she was paid so well by Bravo for providing the location. Totally. With that. So what do you guys think of the Potomac franchise or part of the franchise? As who do you it love? Who, like do you, who are you not so like keen I on? love Ashley Darby. Yeah. I'm going to say I that. Yeah. I love uh, her too. But geez. isn't it hard to like, it's so hard with her. Yeah, with Michael. Michael. And yeah. yeah, and with Michael. It's definitely hard to make excuses yeah. for her. You know, she's definitely a shit star. And I think I forgot, but this most recent episode reminded me kind of. It's great. And I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's she definitely love. stirs the pot. My least favorites are definitely. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Candace. But I understand why she's relevant to the show. Because mm-hmm. she's the villain. Every show needs a villain. And she's not getting a villain edit. I think that Monique is getting a villain edit mm-hmm. because I know she yeah. is the villain. It's just easy. Yeah. 
But I just, I think that Candace, I just, in my life, if I had someone around me that said, spit the vitriol that Candace yeah. spits, like her words are so strong. Right. And like yeah. Purposefully calculated to like hit the depths of your soul. Then yeah. I'm like, mm, I might want to snap also. Yeah. But you know what? what you- I think it's going to yeah. come full circle too, because apparently from what I'm seeing with this Nets episode, mm-hmm. it looks like Candace is going to be the bad guy for the episode. At that um, bar fight situation, yeah. whatever's going to happen. That's about to go down. Oh my God. God okay, know. what do you guys think of Karen right, this Karen. season? Including oh, sure. her walking her out great, of her wig party. Her best <laughs> season ever. Amazing. Solidified her place as the supreme. She's she leaves the whole her wig party. And it's not really a party. Like, it's just. It was just no, like and then she leave. leaves. She's like, I have to go to dinner. But when are they going to learn not to there was nothing <laughs> for me there was nothing funnier than watching ray slowly like in his elderly ways trying to get <laughs> up those stairs it's just like a <laughs> and then he was just like you could tell his back hurt like i could feel <laughs> every like, ache and he's like i don't know door. if i'm ready to get in that way. <laughs> I know, and it's like, te- I wish they could do a timestamp where it was like 15 minutes later, he's halfway up the stairs. Like, what they need is, is those seats that you just sit in and just like, yeah. Your ass and like, like, I would love that's that's same. So Like, that's going to be me at 40 years old. I'm oh pretty sure. My gosh. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't have time to walk up all those stairs. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> Especially in my house. I know. And do you know what I will say? Is Karen deserves better. Like I know Ray's yeah. been there, but right now in Karen's life, she needs support and she needs someone to tell her how much she loves her. And like Ray is just fucking not doing it. And she's trying to give yeah. him a chance. Like I want them to she stay is. together so badly, though. Me yeah. too. You I actually, okay. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like when they went to that counseling session and he really opened up about how like he just felt like he was alone in the marriage a bit lately like i felt more sympathy for his side and kind oh, of really like, you felt was more like, sympathy for well yeah he was like i it's not that i don't love you it's just like i feel like i don't know what our relationship is right, right now and i i feel like it was really honest and i was really glad that they showed that conversation actually they were really transparent yeah. i just feel yeah. like it's it's sad because Karen's really trying to make it work, but right. she's also in literally the prime of her life. Like right. she's the freaking wrong dog right now. She, right. And she after like being forever. a homemaker for I over know. 50 years to like then get catapulted into fame and stardom. And now even like freaking Rihanna loves Karen. I know. So it's like you have to keep up with being the grand dame. You can't stop now. And I see exactly I what's happening. It seems as if Ray is up in age and you know he he was the black Bill Gates. So mm-hmm. you know and he's already passed that time in his life. So I think right mm-hmm. now he just wants to sit down, relax, focus on the simple things and I think Sometimes when you get older, you lose touch of, oh, I'm in a relationship. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. I have to still do romantic things to keep this going. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I I think eventually at some point they can come to terms and figure that out. And it might take some time, but I definitely understand it because yeah. of the circumstances. I also want to bring to the table how relaxed Robin is. 
<laughs> through everything. Maybe I love little, Robin. Yeah. The tat like, like situation. She's like, ha ha ha, I'm going to tat Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I mean, like, wait. She is so relaxed all the time. Mind like, you, she's already been through this exact <laughs> same I thing. Know. Did you see the way Juan looked at her? Like, I know. Again? Again? And, and you know what? Juan's my number one house husband. Uh, I think he's everyone's number one. You think so? It's, okay. it's Juan. Let me tell you, because yeah. I got a survey, baby. Mm. It's Juan. You did? Yeah, it's Juan and Mauricio are the two hottest men on Broadway. Oh, I love him. It's, yeah. it's, it's Juan, Mauricio, and then Craig, but Craig does not exist to me. So it's Juan and Mauricio. Oh, we're talking about looks. Okay. Yeah. I told you I love Craig. Oh, I, I think, think Craig, Craig is, is hot. so gross. He used to be hot to me, but then he went on live with Tommy Loren, and that's when it. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's why I don't like. So, Craig how or many of them are like known Trump supporters? Um, Chef is the only one who's not. Really? Which is isn't that ironic? Yeah. Because Chef is the richest one with old money, so he has the most to lose. But yet, he literally he's an independent or libertarian. He's a libertarian. But for this election, because this election was so important, he actually voted Democrat on everything, like from statewide to yeah. You know, I will. I think Shep has that. I think Shep. I've always seen this with him. Like Shep is a piece of shit in so many ways, but he's also like, he's intelligent. And I think that he actually understands when like people's are like being treated really badly. It's bigger than money. It's bigger than like, and he understands that the way this country was being run is absolutely unacceptable. And just because he has money, he shouldn't look away from it, which is, yeah, insane when you have people like broke ass austin and broke ass craig oh I you know, know going on live with tom Lauren. like and that's yeah and so stuff. and so i mean it's also like we have to say that shep is the most progressive within a group of people that is just kind of not progressive horrible. at all yeah mm-hmm. did leva vote for trump Leva, no. Oh, absolutely not. She's married okay, good. To, she's one, she's a brown girl, and two, she's married to um, Oh, but a there black are guy. brown people who support oh, yeah, Trump. Trust, there's black people who support Trump. And I'm just like, what are you I doing? Are you guys what are you doing? Like, hello? Can we talk? It's like it just looks weird. And I'm like, are is this serious? Like, can we have a sidebar? <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, I feel like it's a camera around. Are you okay? Are you yeah. game? If you're getting paid, let me yeah. know, and then I won't even ask you. Like, listen, get your money. But if you're not being paid, I need to know why. I Can know. we talk oh about God. Wendy? Speaking of Wendy, what do we think of Wendy? I'm tired. Okay. Really. I'm fine you with guys wait don't, a minute. I'm what? fine with her not coming back. No, listen, we don't mean that. I no, we don't no. Mean listen, that. listen, listen. <laughs> we don't mean it. But this, I want to tell you, I love what she brings to the table. I love her as you her four degrees. Let me get four this degrees, straight. Four degrees. Yeah, her four degrees. I love her job. I love seeing her as a mom. I love her bringing her African culture mm-hmm. on there. But what I don't like is her coming for Karen. Bye. Mm. I'm sorry. You're not gonna come mm. for the grand dom. It's annoying. I felt like she kind of did it too quick too. She right. kind of came on exactly. and just 
slung her purse across and the room that's what I don't and like. was like, hey, um, Karen, like, blah, because blah, Because she has such an interesting storyline. <laughs> right. You're a black woman on Fox News. Right. You're doing these great events. You have this African, this rich African history, and you have family drama. You have your own storyline that we mm-hmm. can get wrapped up in. Yeah. I want to know That's more true. about that home life. I want to know more about her, you know, her, well, her job. She's doing a great job showing that. But her going, go, it's literally her going against Karen or up Candace's ass. And I'm like, enough. Maybe well, she should have I, a I late night under, show. How would you do that, yeah. though? But, okay, so Karen was, like, so dismissive of her. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, but how would you, how would you handle that if you were Wendy? I'm just kind My of thing is, I understand. Okay, I'm definitely a type A personality. So if it was real life, I'm like, um, bye. But yeah. since I want to be on the show, I'm going to think of, I need to be on the show. I'm a new person. So I kind of need to eat shit for a bit. And mm-hmm. she refuses yeah. to. I think she can't help it. I think she's super opinionated. And she's just like, if she sees something going down, she has to talk mm-hmm. about it. Like, yeah. that's yeah. why she's good at political commentary. Exactly. Like, well, it's funny because there's always like the there the person that you need to kiss the ring in every mm-hmm. um, section of the housewives. Like, it used to be Vicky. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then, um, well, who would you say? I know Vicky is <laughs> so awful. But, like, who would it be in Atlanta? Nini. Nini. Oh, yes. <laughs> Lenita Oh, baby. my gosh. Let's talk about what do you guys think of Nini not being on? Uh, this I hate season? to see it. I hate it. I hate it so really? much. But the thing is, the thing is, like, I would want Nini back. Like, it's, it's like with Dorinda. Right. I don't want to mm-hmm. see the Nini that we had last season, like, spitting right. and, like, just this, <laughs> this she craziness. She the air out of the room. Like, yeah. her in yeah. Japan. Like, I'm just thinking of her in Japan. Like, no one could have fun. It's still funny, though. It's like, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. But it's just like, I'm like, that's needy. Like, yeah. give her a drink and put her in the corner and film. I think that but she was literally okay. going through a lot, which is why yeah. she reacted right. that way. So I have sympathy for her. So, like, again, I wanted her to come. I wanted her to listen. Like, I love Nini. She's hilarious she is housewives i want her to be friends with jerusalem too i I hope they kind of like oh the new girl yes and i really like from from what i see from the previews jerusalem is gonna bring yeah and i believe i said that on the last podcast and i'll stand on that (laughs) wait so in new york who's gonna bring it sorry in new york who do we kiss the ring it used to be bethany it's ramona it's Ramona. Oh, Ramona. Oh, but it that's was so depressing. Yeah, it was Do you think it was Bethany? She, it used to be Beth. It used to be Bethany for a while. Wow. Yeah, because um, even like when Bethany is off the show, and people are still like Dorinda was getting yeah. advice from her. Right. So that yeah. says a lot in itself. And so Dorinda's what do we know there. about the the new cast members on New York? They have two new cast people. They have, and they're both diverse. They, yeah, they have Ebony, who's Non-white. a full-time cast member. She's yes. black, and she's a firecracker. Like, she's a political commentator, but she's yes. a lawyer. She's a okay. she's everything. And then they have Brashawn Shaw, but she is not official, and she's um, said to be a friend of. She's also okay. an amazing woman, a cancer survivor, and I think it's going to be great. And yeah. I, I'm interested into what conversations are going to be held. Mm. And I think that Ebony said that, you know, it's obviously going to come up. So I can't wait to see it. 
I've seen her on The Breakfast Club. I really like her. Yeah, she has a show, State of the Culture, and it's really good. Who's going to... I think New York's doesn't have a kiss the ring person right now. I think it's a joke, though. Like, when you say Ramona, I can see that. It is a joke because Ramona is a little bit of a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, at least with Nini, I'm like, I, I respect Nini, you know, and all right. that she's done with Ramona. I just. So many seasons. Just so much of her shitting the bed and just being like, like <laughs> literally. literally. And being an awful, awful person with no redeeming quality. Yeah. I think Leah has it in her yes. to be to that person. She's just young and she's new, but like I think Leah has oh, ready? it. Okay, ready? Okay, ready? Beverly Hills. Not Vanderpump. Well, you can't LVP's say, gone. You can't say. Um, We're gonna it'll say... never be Kyle. Um, but she wants it never to be will Kyle. be Kyle. It'll never be Kyle. Uh, Denise Richards before she left, maybe. Yeah, you think she was a I kiss agree. the ring? You think it was her? I, don't think I she agree. Was I, I mean, totally to me because I like Denise. Yeah. Richards. We just, um, we're just very big Denise Richards. Fans, I know me too. I think me oh too. yes, but maybe maybe Rena. It would be Rena. Rena Rena is doesn't have it. But I, she, I, I see agree. what you mean. No, her, fan is, her fan base is huge. Though, I know, so. and it's I vicious. It's I think she's very popular. Don't but go Rena after us, also fans. Blends in. Like <laughs> once the season starts, she kind of just stirs shit and does what everybody else is doing. So it's like. It's it's a bit confusing. Like, what is she really and doing? in the Rena and Denise thing, I was that not was, okay she came with how that Denise went down. And I was not about that. No, that was. No. And it was like, okay, well, guess what? You got Denise off the show, but guess what? Teddy's off the show, so checkmate, bitch. And I'm very happy. <laughs> and I just want to say that now that Teddy's gone, it's I'm so day. happy she's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I was so happy. And I, I'm going to stand on that. I don't feel bad about it. At yeah. first, I was no, like, you, we, maybe you're I'm preaching to the choir. We're not it, taking but... away her career. You know, it's like she has the mm-hmm. money. She has. She has the... all in. She can go in all in. I'm sure she, she has everything, but like she just doesn't have what it takes to be on Beverly right. Hills. So I could gonna... never figure out her storyline for the life of me. It was always either yeah. the whole Lisa Vanderpump thing, right. or like, then it was. I Denise feel like people season. were being mean. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> and then it's just like she's just so like, oh, I don't care. And uh, then on, it's just bye. That's it. Go away. Can yeah. we talk about this week's news of Erica Girardi and Mr. Girardi? <laughs> like I don't even say his first name. The divorce, the embezzlement. <laughs> embezzled. I know. What do you get? Do you guys think it's true? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say it. I'm not going to speak on that one. But... I don't want to say it's true or not. Because... Is it because you're afraid of Erica? <laughs> I'm not necessarily afraid of Erica, but I respect her style. Right. I respect yeah. her. I respect her, her fashion, number one. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I also respect her marrying a dude freaking 35 years older than her. And yeah, inherit and having a forty thousand dollar a month glam squad. I want this to stop. I want this to. How I want her to continue. do you need that much for glam? And guess what? Do you see the way that she looks? Like that's how. But but my thing is with Erica is that didn't come for free because remember when Mr. Girardi talks to talks like shuts her up in front of Mr. Girardi. Mr. Girardi. When Mr. Girardi. (laughs) I know I can't. You can't refer to him as anything else. Elder, I feel like he. I need to call him. Yes, he deserves it. 
I think that she's worked for that $40,000 a month. I think he has not been the kindest to her in the past. Just because of that one situation where he told her to kind of shut up and like mind her P's and Q's when it was her, those two, them as a couple had a dinner with Vanderpump and Mr. Van, what's, what's Mr. Vanderpump? Yes. Monster. Monster. Goodbye, Kyle. I think Kyle. Ken is a monster. Goodbye, Kyle. I don't know. I don't even know if Ken is real. I think he's like a lizard. In <laughs> I know. It's make believe. Ken is like a little Muppet he with is. his hair. Yeah, he's not even a person. Oh so my what God. I'm saying is like she worked for that emotionally. Like like because it, it must have not been easy to be Mr. Girardi's partner. No. Up until she got her. Uh, what's her creative director's name? The guy that does all the clothes for her. Oh, yeah. I forgot his name. The one, her stylist. Yeah, she had to earn that. Like, she... Yeah, I feel like anyone anyone who marries someone excessively older than them, like, that's why I respect Ashley and why I respect Lala. When you marry someone 20 plus years older than you, you are going to have to suck it up and do some things you don't want to do until you fall in love with that person. And then you work for... You know, you work for that money, so that's why. No, I but like it. I think I think Ashley like I think she legitimately loves, loves mm. Michael, which like I. What do you guys think of that relationship? Like, don't I just want her to get out of it so badly? I feel like like she legitimately. I think all of these people, Lala, Erica, anyone who's with an older person, I feel like they get with them because of the money and the potential mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. actually fall in love with them mm-hmm. so i don't think mm-hmm. there's ever a case where someone who's really like not in love unless they just really need the money but it's like after so much you can just collect money and then go anyways so for, <laughs> for ashley i just feel like she knows what she's doing and she knows what situation that she's in so she's yeah. gonna kind of like stay in it and get that yeah. second baby and then we'll see after the second baby and get that contract Is, wasn't it called like a post-nup or whatever post-nuptial mm-hmm. yeah Can I because throw, i like, love the, yeah. the high-rise condo I and know. the big windows it's like <laughs> you who cares about anything <laughs> and what about dorit and pk do you think she had to fall in love with him like a little bit no because you know what i'm thinking pre-housewives yeah. right dorit did not look like Dorit. Dorit. Dorit looked like a girl from Connecticut. Okay. And now she looks like (laughs) a European Beverly Hills kind of person. So I think that except her most latest, her latest uh, change to her face, I think was a step down. I have to say. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I really like it. She just looks like a Kardashian now. She just looks like Kim. She looks like like every other face. That's what everyone is doing. But I don't know. I like it. I like it's like the new standard. (laughs) Like And then I just love I love her her and that's why I want a house with like a window that also serves so as a mirror. So I can just like take pictures by the window. And oh my God, those Dorit photos of her oh by the gosh. window are forever iconic. As was Karen's best line from the season. I don't know if anyone's made a meme of this yet, but when it's like, is that milk? And she's like, 
it is milk. <laughs> like, why are you drinking milk? I know. Like, that is the boss, like such the a boss ass comment. Like, yes, it is milk. It is milk. Like, these three words. You shut that shit down. I know. So smooth. Karen. Oh, my God. Is there anything um, you guys... Giselle? Oh, Can we Giselle. talk about Giselle? I was like, is there I'm anything sorry. you guys want to discuss? I feel like we're just kind of... Yeah, Giselle. Okay, <laughs> no. so... Giselle, so I heard you guys talking about Giselle's dress, and I think it was her reunion dress. I think it was like a step up for it. her. I think it was. Yes, a step yeah. up. it looks amazing yeah. for. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, it looked for amazing her. for Giselle, and then no. I did not like these reunion looks at all. No, but now that's what I want to talk about. After seeing the trailer for the. Um, for the reunion, mm-hmm. they look better. on camera. Mm-hmm. It translates so mm-hmm. much better yeah. because that photo didn't do them any justice. No. But but looking at that, I even see Wendy a scene of Wendy sitting down, and and honestly, I felt like Wendy went from like, Belle to Bella the ball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there is something really humbling and something I appreciate it because you can tell when the the ladies get a stylist through the seasons, Mm -hmm. you know, like especially like Dorit 100% has a stylist. Jen has a stylist, you know, Jen Shaw. And but like Giselle doesn't have a stylist at all. Or or I don't think so. And I think like I appreciate that. It's like. This is what I want to wear, and this is what I think looks good on me. I think she's very brave. I yeah. think I would get a stylist, though. You would? <laughs> I would, because I feel like I'm going to be on TV. Right. And this is like... Yeah, this, this is my brand. I mean, first season, okay. <laughs> you know, you're starting off. Second season, okay, you're starting, you know. I would have a stylist from the first episode. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Not the first mm-hmm. episode. The first episode. I, I believe that transitional period is very important mm-hmm. for the housewives. Like mm-hmm. seeing that beginning stage and then saying yeah. like, but then what what they it, what is, no, I, this is the thing. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is the first franchise that I've seen from season one. Their looks are, on yeah, like Jen Shaw and her Shaw. team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Jen season Shaw. one, Jen Shaw and Lisa. They're they're all, but yeah, like, like they're super but themselves. You, but you have Mary. <laughs> But and this, Mary, is her. Mary, mm-hmm. this is Mary. This, this is, is Mary. Right. But I feel like it's gonna get better. I'm not. I'm not gonna, gonna say exactly what will get better because then I would be going <laughs> out. But I'm gonna say it's gonna get better. Uh, and we all know what I'm talking about. Okay, but my question. Okay. Do you think Giselle is being delusional with Jamal, or do you think they're really like gonna make it? Delusional. Delusional. Okay. Delusional. That was quick. But I, I think um, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I feel like Giselle needed a storyline, and I want Giselle to stay on Potomac because, oh, yeah. I, you know, I feel oh, like she brings, is, yeah, she is, you know, what Giselle's she is. daughters, though. Oh, my God. They Just are, watching them roll their eyes at Jamal and his antics, I'm like. They were not having They're the people's truth. Like, there what is about the- when, <laughs> when he gave her them the restaurant? When Jamal gave them, out oh, of all businesses you could give your children, you give your children a restaurant? No, but it was also Giselle's birthday. It was so <laughs> When Giselle was like, we're not going to talk about this tonight, and her daughter's like, 
okay, mom. <laughs> she wanted to get some okay, Nicki Minaj. Mom. Yeah. I think like, we all want to get some Nicki Minaj. Okay, like I know. Don't want a restaurant at fifteen, fourteen, oh. whatever, however old she was. No. Insane. No. So do you, do you think they're gonna ask Wendy? like to leave the show no, think she's i think that she's gonna get another season i think okay they, okay i think thinking about it is funny though yeah like, yeah i think i i mean in a perfect one and world, done in a perfect world enough like i've had enough i like i like her as like a person but yeah i say that they're 100 gonna give her a second season but i want her to now come into her own mm-hmm. and you know open up that amazing storyline that she has built in right yeah hopefully well, she gets a late night show <laughs> why do you want yeah, to I a stand late night by that. show because you know she's into the politics and, and right. things yeah. and like, that would be great for late night i mean they're, actually they're that's a really good point Bravo, hit me up. Like, yes. I'm telling you, you guys are playing <laughs> Whose Line Is It Anyway when you could be playing a late night show from Wendy. I think we should get a late night show. I feel like we should definitely get our late night show mm-hmm. before Wendy. <laughs> I want to put that out there. Um, so tell us what you guys thought of Family Karma since that's kind of our yes, bread and butter. That's the whole yeah. reason Yay. we are here. We're so excited. Yes. Yeah, since um if you guys don't know, this is a crossover episode. So both yeah. of us. Yeah, we haven't even introduced ourselves. We're like we're over like, an hour <laughs> in. Listen, this is all part of the process. Yeah. This is, that's the beauty about it. Like this is our shows. Like we do whatever the Yeah, hell we, we do what do. we want. But yeah, so we are here because, you know, we are Bravo Wild Black. We have the mm-hmm. family karma cast podcast here with us we are so excited to have them here so we can talk about family karma and we can talk about being black and brown on bravo yes. so let's get into it so this is the thing family karma i don't know if you guys saw it but when we first made our page earlier this year we went back and we watched Cam Getaway and we watched family karma mm-hmm. because we wanted to bring attention to both of those shows because Camp Getaway had, again, what um, Southern Charm New Orleans have. They have white people, they have black people, and they have LGBT. They have representation. And then we wanted to watch Family Karma because we see people of color on it. Mm. We mm-hmm. feel that these shows got swept under the rug because it came on during such a weird time where the yeah. world was adjusting to Corona. And also, I feel that Family Karma and Camp Getaway both didn't get enough promotion. So when we started our page, we went back. We were telling people to watch it. We even have you guys, if you are, you know, if you're new here or if you're listening on Family Karma Cast, go back mm. and listen to our um, podcast where we dissect Family Karma. So as far as um, what we think about it, I think that this show is amazing. Like it yeah. has everything. It has the built-in <laughs> relationships. It has the built-in drama. It has a different aspect. It has the culture, the diversity, and it has like um, it has like the potential of Vanderpump Rules. If you ask oh, me. Oh wow, those are, those are really big words, and I appreciate it, that. That is a big yeah. statement. It's like everyone wants to compare it to Shaws of Sunset, and I feel like stop. No, like, it's, it's just totally it's nothing. In, in my opinion, nothing it's, like Shaws of Sunset. It's nothing like no. Shaws of Sunset, and Shaws of Sunset is an amazing show. Right. But it's like just because you see brown people on a show, right. it's like it just yeah. doesn't. It's not the yeah. same fucking thing. 
this is Indian and Indian culture. Even the dynamics are different, which mm-hmm. is what I like about it. I like that, you know, the confessionals, they have the the family in the confessionals. They have, you know, um, they're celebrating like Diwali and all these different, <clears throat> all these different, you know, special occasions. You get yeah. to know a lot about the culture. And my favorite thing is that it's taped in South Florida and we live in South Florida. So, oh, yeah. I was going to say, where are you guys located? In South Florida, yeah. literally in the same county as I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, our goal is to get invited to their premiere. premiere. <laughs> Listen, so if y'all can be damned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would like to get invited to their premiere too. I would. Like, I think the only, I think Bali and Anish, or I think just Anish. I love Anish. Yeah, we and love Anish. Yeah, Anish is our favorite. Those two are our favorites, though. Like, yes. Bali's like a cool mom, and then Anish is like straight up relatable. Yes, but she's just all of us. Have a lot of your audience been been um, asking you like a lot of questions? Because I know we get a lot of questions about family karma. A lot of your audience like. Hey, uh, like, talk. What's the yeah, background? what's the background or like any yeah. questions about the cast or not necessarily about the cast, yeah. but they ask us how we feel about certain certain situations that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, the whole thing with Monique, um, and her fighting. A lot of yes. people really like hard mm-hmm. on Monique about that. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely, Monique was in the wrong. Yes. It was terrible. She shouldn't have put her hands on her. But we should not act like right. This hasn't happened before, and we should also not make Monique have to represent all Black women. Right. I wanted to know what you guys... I know we're talking about family karma, but what you all thought of that. We think that Monique was wrong, but at the end of the day, things happen, and this is a reality show. And we've seen it happen before. Yeah. I mean... And, and then we're also people who come from Bad Girls Club. We come from Basketball Wives. Mm-hmm. We come from Mob Wives, okay? Mm-hmm. Mob, yeah. Mob Wives was so good. Mob Wives. Shout out Drita. Mob Wives again. Oh, my God. Drita I love Drita. Is my fave. She yes. is, she is yes. like a goddess. I know she's so problematic, but she's amazing <laughs> in my world. She can she's be your problematic fave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's so gorgeous. She is. I love that. I'm going to have to co-op yes. that term. Please, please. Always pick your problematic favorites like i know this person is yeah. you know problematic but they are still my favorite and i'm going to continue to be a fan of kristen Doty was mine for yeah. a while can we okay oh, let's let's that. Used, okay. used to that's be. tough yeah until used she to be, pulled used to be until she pulled the shit right <laughs> yeah no which is so fucked up do you think that vanderpump can have their own redemption song or do you think they just need to like shuffle the cat. I think they kind of I wanted them to come back and like have a spin-off Certain show people with can. the OGs but yeah. I kind of just yeah. feel like um they can definitely yeah like Lala can come back Sheena can definitely come back Ariana do you um, think Katie can come back was Bravo right for firing Kristen and Sassy? Absolutely right. Because, yeah. Yeah. and then if, if I ever had a doubt in my mind, because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, they should have brought them back and they should have talked about it because it could have been a learning point for, for a lot of people. Yeah. But this is the thing. When you are supposed to be having productive conversations, it has to be with someone that is willing mm-hmm. to change. Mm-hmm. Stassi showed her ass she showed that she's not willing to change she got fired she um completely went into oh i'm pregnant mode then she went on taryn hall's show she felt like attacked and all this stuff and like, wasn't ready for it 
on Chairman Hall's show. So guess what? If you would have brought Stassi on there and had this conversation, she wouldn't have learned anything and her little Khaleesi's wouldn't have learned anything. So she can go and she can stay gone. And Kristen can too. I think Kristen can definitely stay gone. I I do agree with what Kaya is saying, but I feel like if out of the two of them, Kristen would probably be more on, you know, open to doing all of that and actually Actually doing like the, the, admitting her wrongs yeah. and, and, and putting them on the table and you know moving forward and just doing better. Yeah, because Kristen totally. is the kind of person that she puts like all her shit out there. Yeah. So she wouldn't even be Yeah. Stasi like has been so calculated mm-hmm. throughout all the right. seasons. Because yeah. she was so messy the first couple seasons and then she like she became the queen bee. Yeah. Right. And she's like, This is my brand, this is who I am. Ranch. And she's like and now she's just like I that interview I only saw like a minute of it and I was like I can't even watch this. And then it's she had so the cringy. nerve to go back and said that she wasn't prepared. She felt ambushed. She went like ba- wait, are she did that? She listened. Oh, the interview came out yeah. and then days after her her PR said that she felt ambushed yeah. and she felt that the interviewer, a black woman, went off oh. the rope on her like own show, not so even it's that. Like goodbye, but Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall. When are we gonna stop blaming <laughs> black <laughs> and brown people? My thing is that she shouldn't have even had the opportunity to go on Tamron Hall. Mm-hmm. Why is she on Tamron mm-hmm. Hall? Mm-hmm. Who yeah, cares? No. Shut up. You called the police. Anyway, being nice enough. So I love Family Karma, but we want to talk about also like you guys started this podcast this summer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like. Just tell us about how it all came together for our listeners so they know like why you're doing it, where you're at now. Your social media is like blowing right. up. Like, <laughs> well, you know, we came together as friends and, and we've been watching these shows for a while, um, for a really long time. We, we started with other networks, but um, we really got into Housewives of Atlanta. So mm-hmm. from that point on, you know, she got me into Vanderpump Rules. We started watching Housewives of Beverly Hills and we're like, okay, we we really like this. We really like talking shit about it. You know, (laughs) let's do something with this. Let's let's actually start something. So at first we were kind of going through the motions of it. But then one day we it and literally one day we just got up and we just were like, let's start today. Let's start now. Yeah, we did a rough draft. And we can't post that. We can never post that. You <laughs> can never see <laughs> oh. the day. It was save it, it for like save it for. It was pretty controversial. Time. <laughs> yeah, we'll release it after we have our own. Wow. Yeah, and after it's done, it's like the untold stories <laughs> when we're like like forty five or something. <laughs> oh my god! Most importantly, you know, black people enjoy vanderpump rules black people enjoy housewives of beverly hills not only that but just bravo content so you know we don't we weren't seeing a lot of black people talking about this stuff and Mm -hmm. we wanted to be the ones to do that we wanted to bring this to the spotlight and you know for our voices to be heard but also um find other people who are interested in the same things yeah yeah and what about your podcast how did you guys start well, Deanna and I just love pop culture in general. And yeah, we've so so um Indra is, is the music director at a community radio station that I volunteer DJ at. And we would do radio shows together and the mu- when the music would like we would have to do the voice breaks and then when we do the music we would just talk about 
pop pop, <laughs> pop culture and reality <laughs> shows like nothing about the music or the bands or whatever and so <laughs> yeah and so then we were like we should start a podcast but we like, kind of lose there were so many out yeah. there it's like where can we fit in you guys and definitely it- shifted gears <laughs> yeah, we were like, what well, then family right. karma, like Deanna sends me a text. She's like, did you this know is, this is this coming is out? Like you need to watch and it. Literally within one week, we like came up with everything. Well, within a we day, we were just thing. like, because I think we're both type A and we're both people yeah. that are like, okay, once we are, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. But yeah, so we started it just to recap family karma mm-hmm. and then it was only eight, eight episodes, episodes. <laughs> and we were like how do we keep going so we had like a we have another podcast that we started called gossip column which was just like other bravo mm. content but now we're back to focusing on south asians and pop culture generally until family karma right. season two which is filming they're filming yeah they i know are filming so we're hoping and i hope it's like a full right. 20 episode right. season too. so so who are your favorites on family, family karma, family karma? Yeah. oh my god we love them I all know. <laughs> mine is mine is um mine's bali i mean i hate saying that because we yeah. are in contact with the cast and we love we do love them all to be we love we love them all i mean i think that the thing that separates like about the the cast as entirely that cast versus other casts is there's no terrible person yeah there isn't. you know and i yeah, think there's no, villain. there's no kelly dodd there's no candace you know people they have their like quirks and things and you're like like you said, Anisha's so relatable. Right. I feel like, Very. you know, we all respond to that. So amazing. But then there's also, we're also talking about how, like, most of the men on Bravo are just Pieces garbage. Of but, like, all the men on Family Karma are, like, they're great. They're great. People. Yeah. And, like, Brian's hot. <laughs> Brian's really hot. Brian is hot. I think, I really I think like Brian's hot. I think... <laughs> I think they're all hot. Sienna <laughs> uh, thinks Michelle think is like the hot. hottest. I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I am. I, I'm a horny person for. We like Michelle, but it's I, like I like them. I'm just talking. I'm just talking about looks wise. Brian is a ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Brian bird. is a ten and a half for yeah. sure. And did you guys hear he has a he has a girlfriend now? Wow, you just literally ruined my life. I know. I'm so, <laughs> I know. Why would you tell me I don't like that. Yeah, she's not going to be on the second season, though, or may not in a real role. There's going like to be three that. new cast members. Dude, what is it? Okay, so what this is about the thing. Monica? What's we going need, on? We oh, need, okay. I don't yeah. care. As long as Anisha's back, is Anisha going to be back? Is Abali going to be back? All yes. of them are going to yeah. be back, all the OGs. Okay. So all of them will be back. Monica. Um, <laughs> Brian's new girlfriend is also named Monica. Isn't that wild? <laughs> what? Yeah, Wait a minute, though. Are they are they really getting rid of the old Monica though? Because I love no her. no no no. no. She's, she's, back. she's fully back. in. Okay. She's totally fully back. in. Her dad. Yeah, oh, I know. Back. Her dad's oh back. Oh. By the back. way, her dad wants to come on the podcast, and we absolutely need yes. to have Can him. Can you on. please have him on? He's literally oh my so God. Good. I love him. He's so adorable. Yes. And um, then who is the? Oh, there's like a third, just random person who's coming on, and they're th- yeah. There's three new cast members, so they're building the show out, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we just like. We want to see more representation on Bravo. I think that they're waking up and smelling the coffee right. on that one. My question is like, 
if there's going to be another Vanderpump Rules, like, where's the diversity? Like, who is it going to be? We're going to have to have more Black people. You know, um, I'm sure Black people work at the restaurant, and they're going to have to have more, which is the most mind-boggling thing is that why was Billy the only LGBT? That's what I always say. And then she didn't even get a good edit. It doesn't even make sense. But they're so quick to have a Pride episode every single season. So for Vanderpump Rules, what I think is that they're going (laughs) to have to find someone Black that works there, or is a friend of the group, and I'm thinking it's going to be one of Sheena's friends. I think yeah. that Sheena's, um, this, this girl from The Bachelorette, her name is Jasmine Good. She oh, hangs out. Jasmine. She hangs out with the cast. Um, oh, and shit. I heard that she was working at Sir before yes. Sir got shut down. Oh, you, I, I read about so. this too. Wait, oh which one's God. Jasmine again? Can we talk about which one she was? Because I think I watched Jasmine her was on Ben's season. Oh, Ben's season. I watched I think she was on Ben's season. She was in the yes. military. Mm-hmm. She was on Paradise. Yes. And she didn't yeah. find she's gorgeous. On, for some she reason, is. people weren't into her on Paradise. She's she's really good friends with Sheena. And I think that they definitely should have Jasmine oh on. Yes. They shouldn't just have one black person on. And she, they do, you guys watch, do you guys watch The Bachelorette? <laughs> what I know this season. This season, though, we oh can we gosh, talk can we about talk it? About the can box t- and like what happened this week. <laughs> oh There's my god! Too much. There's too much. I want to know who she's gonna send home. I think it's both. I think home. it's both. Who is it? Who is okay? Who are your top three? Um. Okay. I like Bennett. Right. <gasps> I like no, but like, do you think she's gonna choose Bennett and for no. the top three? Okay. No, <laughs> she's not gonna choose Bennett. I think um, Ben is. Definitely- but what do you like wow, about I'm Bennett? <laughs> Bennett because he went to Harvard and he has money. <laughs> he has money and he has a, a beautiful jawline yeah. and he looks like Superman and he probably smells really good. You know what I think? But he looks he's like? such a dweeb. He looks like Frankenstein. Yeah, and that's literally fine that's with me. I like, I'll be Mrs. Frankenstein. And we'll just have, I'll get okay. injections and I'll have like a nice that crimson is, chin. That's a tough So you're crushing on Bennett. Yeah. You're crushing yeah. on Bennett. We'll be Mr. and Mrs. Frankenstein. And that's Aaron, fine. what do you think about Bennett? Um, <laughs> he's, not Bennett. he's not a Bennett guy at all. I'm not a he's Bennett He's an guy. Ivan guy. I'm I love a- Ivan. He's Ivan. my favorite. Oh my god! Okay, can Ivan, we talk about it's Ivan that? And Ben, that I think she's going to go down to Ivan and Ben. Interesting. So you don't think Bennett's going to be? I think he's going to stay, but I don't think he's going to be top like three. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be no, no, no. So, so what did you guys think when Claire was on? That's my question. <laughs> I never liked Claire Dwight. Can I admit <laughs> that? I Am I allowed it. to I say it that? I loved it when she was on. I was confused. Like, when I she was on Juan song. Pablo's season, she was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and like... Everyone, and then they get they like turn it into this whole like story of her being like, I right. would never let you be my the father of my children. I'm like, you were the worst woman on that sh- on that season. And oh like, I just I'm sorry. I know this is unpopular because the franchise has spun it, but like the Claire we saw in this season, like, is not they they had to thing. know she was gonna do that. Like, I think they had this whole thing planned out. I don't know the get. I don't know if they had it planned out, but you know what I do think? You know, I think that they absolutely were in contact. Me too. Either before and then 
if they weren't in contact before, then they were literally like hooking up while they were at the La Quinta. Yeah. They were like sneaking to each other's rooms and staying overnight. I didn't even think about that. When he got out of the limo, she was like, the she said something that was like I, I think I just met my husband. I just met my husband. No, 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 but before that it was like it implied that like she knew him already. Like really? that they had talked already. And I know they're I gonna say it. it I till... wouldn't doubt it. They already said, Oh, we've never we never right. she swore on her dad. I know. So that that's why I wanna wild. believe her. I, I wanna, wanna believe her, her too. But she swore on her I'm dad. I'm gonna believe her. I'm, you are I'm, I don't okay. know. But I I'm just want them you. to like never get the like yeah. bye. Because it's never going to happen again. We're never going to see. We never want to see her again. Yeah, yeah. It's never going to happen again. I'll keep up with them on Dumas and that's it. Like, nothing else. That interview that they did with her when, like, Tasha's first episode when they're like, let's check in on Claire and Dale. It was like. Do you remember when I turned it off? Because I thought that was the end of the episode. And so I didn't say it. And you were talking about all the rest of the episode. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you're. And because they, right? You're like, I thought that was. <laughs> that is me. I was like, I, I don't have time for this. Fuck this. Like, episode over. Okay, but what do you guys think of Tasha, and what do you think of Matt James, who's going to be the Bachelor? I love Tasha. I love Tasha. Tasha gives me Tanache energy. <gasps> Interesting. Mm-hmm. She does, and I'm a I'm a Tanache yeah. fan. So. Do you think she's going to put out that. an album soon? I love this question. It's a hot okay. topic. Yeah, uh, she just did this Christmas. I don't know if okay. it was an EP or an album. Sure. But it was it was pretty good. It was for the culture. Right. So I, I do believe she has something coming out soon. Tanasha always has something coming out she's soon. Always, so. She's always on our lips, isn't That's the thing I respect about her is her hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think she's very talented. Get in the camera when we're talking about Tanasha. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like Tanasha. Like, you're not, not going to be quiet on when we're talking about Tanasha. <laughs> I already talk a lot. So when, it's, when you want to talk she's a lot, I'm tired of me talking about You don't like Tanache? No, she I loves, do. I love to. Well, I don't say love. love I like Tanache. I got her to kind of love her. I like Tanache, but it's just that I don't think, I don't want to talk about her. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about Tasha. What do you think about Tasha? <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a Disney princess. She does. Yes. Her and, you know, eyes and her whole situation. That's what really made me like her. She's so nice and, and so genuine. Even when she's interacting with the guys, it's like the, the things that they talk about, the questions mm-hmm. that she actually asked them. I can see Claire doing that shit, but Tasia definitely, you know. What I no, wanna... Claire didn't Claire doesn't have the depth mm-hmm. to like She's Be like, who are you? Um, yeah. Come in. Okay. <laughs> like, just tell you, just tell me Dale. how great I am. <laughs> Dale comes in he with his vape pen. He shows up. He comes in the room with his vape pen for like a second. Wait, and did he have a vape pen? He definitely had a vape pen. And I want to talk about this. What's this? this was when was the vape pen? Wait, this huh? was like... I, I think the episode that they were they were leaving, or this was the episode she was already on a date, and Dale interrupted the date. He just, just walks in the room, and he's like puffing on his vape pen, and he's like, "Oh guys, I'm sorry." And she's like, "No, she's like, no, don't worry about oh, it." Oh man, <laughs> I'm surprised they showed that on ABC. Listen, 
that's what really showed me that Claire and Dale were comfortable as hell. Because he's rocking up. Because on nobody's his gonna come in your room with a vape pen. With their vape pen. Like just straight up like, oh, what's up? Like you yeah, know, like he's comfortable there. Like he has he's boxes. He's been in that room before. Oh so my do you God, think they had sex incredible before? Oh. oh yeah, every night, and that's how they got that's so close. So I'm wild! Sure. Yeah. I've never heard this. I've been taking like hits it, off it of had... the bait Okay, because this, <laughs> I'm going off of her swearing on her dad's life that she did not talk to him before the show. Yeah, even if she just looked him up on social media, whatever. I guess it doesn't count. Right. But if she did not talk to him before the show. What we saw, those dates, mm-hmm. that is not all of it. Mm-hmm. So if you no. didn't talk to him before the show, then when the show started, you guys were sleeping over, you guys were hanging out, and you guys yeah. were, you know, doing a do. And that's why you're so in love. At the looking. Time. Yeah. And the and production was was production was helping that all happen because they're like, we gotta get her out, mm-hmm. we gotta bring Tasha in. We gotta, it's very like, clear make that you all. like Dale. So guess yeah. what? This is not the Claire and Dale show. This is not Bachelor in no. Paradise. This is oh your paradise to be a is hoe. so good. You're gonna be a hoe and you're gonna date all of them. <laughs> you're not gonna date one of them. And I think but that's you know something I, I appreciate with Tasha is she is so ready to French because yep. mm-hmm. I yeah. I used to love before. She's kissed like seven guys I, in one it was a little yes. bit weird at first for me because because he's not. Used it was. To the I'm like, wait a minute. Like, he's not oh, used this to the is bachelor. like Whoa. standard fare. This is what you're supposed to do, and that's why. Yeah, I'm like, like everyone does that right. during COVID too. I didn't appreciate how Bennett <laughs> during COVID how Bennett was went to French her when she had the blindfold on. Like that was so. Oh that was too wild. I would have been was like. It? When they were doing the art stuff and they had their blindfold on. She's like, can you blindfold me? Yeah, like, I, I'm into it. So <laughs> I think that was a man movie, Especially when he kind of, like, bullied Noah. He's like, go. Go sit over oh there. My like, God. Or she actually told me after that was. And then his dumbass literally left. And, like, <laughs> he got to sit next to Tasia. And I'm like, a man, bye. Those two, like, normally I hate the, like, drama between the men. I'm like, it's just very over it. But I I actually think the Noah and Bennett drama is It was gold. so awkward. I don't think you could get more awkward television than them. She's like, I'm going to figure out what's going on. But what I, do, <laughs> what I do want to point out, though, I mean, I don't want to bring it down, but The Bachelorette, which has a bunch of conservative viewers more right. so than mm-hmm, the Bravo mm-hmm. show, they did a better job at addressing Black Lives Matter than Southern Charm did. Right. Which is oh right. my god, right. the Ivan and Tasha conversation. conversation compared to what we got on Southern Charm. I I cried right. like yeah. I was like, this is the realest conversation I've ever, ever. seen on this show. And I never thought we would get it because it's ABC. No. and no. a bunch of you know like conservatives watch. Yeah, The Bachelorette. They love The Bachelor franchise, love and live for it. So when they had that conversation and they got raw and deep and like they detailed into it the way that they did it, and then you know what? It wasn't awkward when they transitioned back into the show because they said yeah. so much. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. It was amazing to see. And I think that that says something about this, like the Black Lives Movement this year had so much weight across all political persuasions, backgrounds. Like I think it's something it you really... can't you can't ignore it. You can't no. ignore it. 
No, like, and oh. they knew that, and they said, even with our conservative viewership, we are going to show this, and we're yeah. going to... Sh- like, I mean, it was a long segment. It yeah. was like 15 yeah. minutes. And I was just like, I was in. I didn't even expect it. No, I, I no. would have never thought. I would have thought that, you know, you're lying. The Bachelor, yeah. Rhett, talking about this. Well, and I think and, even, uh, sorry hmm. to interrupt, but like even watching her not being able to talk about, uh, fi- trying to find the words to talk about it said was yeah. just as powerful for me. Yeah. As yeah. like, I know, so this, and that's the truth. It's like, what do you say to this? Especially on TV. Like, it's. It was it was great to see actually like I I, I loved it I and loved that's, the yeah that's what I love about this season it seems like the moments actually last longer even though they're like they, they are long mm-hmm. but each even each moment with a uh, guy feels like thirty minutes mm-hmm. but like, then, mm-hmm. yeah and then the conversations yeah. are so good too because even mm-hmm. with um when they're telling their traumatic stories when the guy the one guy I forgot his name was like oh you know my mom you know asked me what I want to be doing in however many years and I want to be with oh, my right. daughter and yeah. yeah him and and he's like oh my mom was like oh what kind of guy wants to do that and he's like oh someone who didn't have a parent yeah. who did that yeah. that wow. was so deep and then yeah. when ben talked about his eating disorder the, the men being wild. so gullible was like i wow. i was like i've never heard uh like um, a man talk about his eating disorder exactly. because it's Ever. probably it probably happens all the time and we mm-hmm. never hear about mm-hmm. it and like I so I love Zach C the guy who was an addict <laughs> he's my favorite <laughs> and but his whole story no, was, was like I know I mean, there's some heavy shit oh going God. down exactly. and I, I wonder if that's because they cast slightly older men for Claire Mm-hmm. And normally we like Hannah Brown's season was like children, like you know. 24, 25, oh 23, like, 24. Well, she was like 23, right? Like, um, well, I don't know. When, when she was on Colton season, she was 23, yeah. turning 24. And then when she was on her season, she was um, 24, turning 25. And I just like, no, there's no offense to people who are that age. It's just mm-hmm. that the drama is kind of always the same, yeah. I feel like, at that age group. Yeah. And it's compl- there's a this range is more mature. Mm-hmm. Yes. But still petty, right. which is what I like. <laughs> <laughs> like. Which is why I'm watching reality TV. So as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, maybe I should grow up. And then I turn on the TV and I see Real people fighting TV. about right. stuff, like hospital. And I'm like, I never have to grow up. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. The, maybe we should end on this. What do you ha- make of the hospital drama? The the smelling like hospital situation with Jen and Mary. Is it as big of a deal as Jen's making it? <laughs> I mean, the the, the <laughs> detailed story that she gave. Like, I'm scared to say anything because, like, yeah. both of her aunt's <laughs> legs were amputated. Oh, I know. I like, know. come on. Yeah. That's some I know. serious shit. I know. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. I don't want to really speak on that too much because it's like that's serious. Yes. Yeah, that's some serious yeah. shit. But I just I will say this: <laughs> I like Mary and I like Jen, and I hope they work it out. They and I hope out. Jen doesn't have to scream across the room like <laughs> and do that again. I know. And I could use I a lollipop drumstick. Right I know now. that was yes. the best. Oh, Heather is all of us. Sounds so PC. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, I think. I so I think with Jen and Mary like I agree it was like this huge thing and she was like 
really sensitive about it. And Mary made kind of an insensitive comment. Like, yeah. do I think it should be taken this far? No. Because this is now episode four. Right. So yeah, it's like, it's, okay, we get it. But it... But like, and it seems like their drama is just gonna go all season. It is from the previews. Well, that's I do which, feel like they're gonna be friends at right. some point, though. I hope it's not like yeah. the thing that's hard about Beverly Hills, but I love it. But like, just speaking on drama getting all like so many episodes is like the Lucy Juicy Apple d- yes, doggy. Lucy, it's Lucy. like there's no drama, and they hold on to these dramatic. Mm-hmm. They try to make let's be in Kim's backyard. And I feel like that's the <laughs> thing with that's the thing with black and the black and brown shows on Bravo, because mm-hmm. for example, I watch Shots of Sunset and Real Housewives of Potomac, and I'm like, there are so many different storylines, right? So mm-hmm. many different things happen at such a high rate. Like, yeah, the the fight is being dragged out throughout the season, but there's so many storylines in that. Right. Whereas, yeah. whereas with the white shows mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, it's one, thing. it's one thing getting dragged throughout the entire season and that's allowed. Yeah. yeah. But because we're, you know, of color, like you have to step it up right. in order yeah. to get the ratings and in order to get the, you know, the show on the rise. That's a really, really good point, actually. And kind of like demonstrates how it is like and Jen was talking about this at the end of the last episode, how like for people of color, like you always have to be doing more work mm-hmm. to like yeah. rise to the level where white people just are at because yeah. they're white. So like and it's the same with in the Bravo universe. So I am just like really psyched that they are finally getting the message and getting making sure every cast now it's has at so least one mm-hmm. person of color. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like and Dallas like, has um, an Asian woman. Right. Yeah, also, no. Beverly Hills has an Asian woman, and, you know, it has Garcelle. So it's great to see that. And they also have COVID. Garcelle is, oh, my, I love I love Co- so I love Garcelle. Yeah, um, Garcelle better not get COVID. Like, she, yeah. <laughs> I made a meme. I'm like, I'm going to rescue Garcelle <laughs> from the rest of these women who have COVID because you will not be giving I'm Hollywood legend Garcelle. Well, I'm just one like, I'm worried about Kathy because how old's Kathy right now? Yeah, Kathy. All is... of them are older, so I'm just like, hmm? Dorit's in her 40s. Yeah, Dorit's in her 40s. But isn't Kyle like, I don't know. Kyle's think, in her 50s. I think Kyle is, Kyle is probably younger than I think she is. It's just that she's so boring that I think she's like 60 <laughs> something. I do appreciate, well, like, like they're all just posting about, well, Kyle's posting about her nose job. So we're going to see a new nose. And then uh, Dorit's going to have another face, like a new face. And so. <laughs> Dorit. <laughs> Dorit. We could get younger Kyle. Should we Should we wrap up? Because we've been talking. I mean, I, I could talk forever to you we guys. We need to do this again. Because this is such a breath of fresh air. On a regular basis. I know. Um, because- we would love to. Especially when. I think we should do it when Family Karma yes. comes back around. Yes. yes. Because we 100%. can literally get the word out there. And we can make these. Like, I'm trying to gain our following. So we can yeah. make these people freaking watch this show. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yay. This was so fun, So nice guys. to meet this you. So we'll be fun. in touch. It was we... so nice meeting you guys, too. Yeah. We'll see you in the DMs. Bye.